Welcome to the Humble High School Podcast with your host, Gil Kristen Boyle, George Bacazzi, and Paul Muser. Let's have a show. All right, so today we are going to be covering Shane Gillis, the SNL guy that recently lost his, uh, his gig over some old racist, homophobic, sexist stuff that came up on him. Um, it was dug up on him recently, and it kind of backfired, bit him in the butt. Yeah, so essentially Shane Gillis had recently been selected by SNL to be one of the new hosts for the new season. I mean, SNL, it's been on for 40 years. There's been a lot of comedians on it. It's kind of the starter of a lot of people's careers. Yeah. And so he got on, and a lot of people looked him up, and they found these racist comments, especially towards, I think, Asian minorities. And um, I think he used a lot of offensive terms, and I mean, he was trying to be funny, but it didn't really come off as funny. And then yeah, the it's, question is, it's, yep. it was just like your classic example of a comedian, like trying to be funny and like super offensive at the same time. Like mm-hmm. it's just like your 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 typical comedian trying to get started up, I guess. And so what it, what this has done is uh, there's two sides to this. Some people think you know he went too far, and some others think he didn't. And so if you're you know if you're aware of uh, Bill Burr, uh, you know Andrew Schultz, mm-hmm. um, we have Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. All the big comedians. We do have a number of comedians who have decided to go against, I guess, the mainstream and yeah. to just say the most offensive things. And for most of them, they 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 manage fine because they're mm-hmm. funny. But uh, with Shane Gillis, with the comment that he made, it, it was unclear if it was, it was supposed to, to be comedy, a joke. Right? I mean, was it? I know. I think it was, I mean, it, he was what trying the, to make it funny, but it like it wasn't very funny. It didn't work that well. Yeah. That's why I think mm-hmm. this. Came and to actually, a lot of so comedians, much. specifically Andrew Schultz, he said. If it was funny, then it was funny. Even if it's offensive, it's funny. But for Shane Gillis, it wasn't funny, yeah, right? It just yeah. wasn't so you funny. can't you don't you can't get the past to be offensive and not be funny. Yeah. But I think that's it, the trade off. I think question, you have to get as a comedian. Where's the line, right? Because I mean, what what is funny, right? That's always subjective. A lot of very liberal people will even tell you Andrew Schultz, his comedy isn't funny. It's just offensive. And even people, I mean, Dave Chappelle. I think Ron Tomatoes had him as one of the lowest scores ever. Until they left it open to the public, yeah. and then he got a 99 percentile. So a lot of critics will say, oh, this isn't funny, but people find it funny. And so it's very objective, and it shows, like, where's the line? When What yeah. can people say that's allowed, and what can people not say? And, and the big fear, yeah. sorry, to cut you off, sorry to cut you off, George, the big fear is what's happening as there's this thing called the cancel culture. Mm-hmm. And especially for comedians, it's becoming more and more a real thing because, like, right now, it's as a comedian, if you say something, even if it's during stand-up, you don't know if it's going to be used against you in seven mm. years. You're not safe. Well, I've seen this you're, with you're Kevin Hart. Safe, yeah. And granted, some of them are making bad jokes. The thing is, most of the time, it's like super offensive stuff. Yeah. It's, so. Right, that's the, f- that's the funny in it. It's yeah. a super offensive stuff. And that's, mm. I mean, a, the, big, the big argument is comedians, the reason why comedians do comedy is because it's an escape. Everything's it's, allowed. Everything's allowed. It's no an rules, escape. It's no a, boundaries. It's a good way yeah. to like, really talk about mm. some messed up topics and get some laughs out of it. Kind of celebrate them. Celebrate the them, time, right? Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. th- I respect this topic enough to make fun of it, yeah. right? That's mm-hmm. that's not giving it a red, a, a red shirt. But you even see comedians like Dave Chappelle. I mean, a lot of his shows, he doesn't let people film. I mean, he doesn't allow cameras because he doesn't want to get caught. I mean, I think he said some stuff on the actor who the the black actor from uh, uh, Jesse Smollett Je- who faked that who Juicy faked that Juicy Smollett yes. yeah and, 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 and he, he said some him. jokes and a, a reporter was there he wrote everything down and all of a sudden it was on the tabloids I mean 
Even Dave Chappelle, who I think is a very famous comedian, I mean, almost very well established. I personally even he is scared of getting canceled because I mean, there's this culture. But I don't know. Dave Chappelle Chappelle lives on a different stratosphere, and actually, I I am very biased on this because I just became a Dave Chappelle fan. And right, it would be very unfair for me not to acknowledge that almost all of his comedy is offensive. Mm -hmm. But I think that's that's the beauty in it, right? Like. Mm There is a few. There is a few number of people in 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 the society that we allow to get a free pass. It's only comedians, right? Only yeah. comedians mm-hmm. get this pass because at the root of it, it's the the way comedians go. It's a craft. Mm-hmm. I look at as comedy as a craft, and the reason why I can't say the most offensive things because they're just offensive. They're not funny. There's nothing behind mm-hmm. it, right? But for comedians, by the time they come up with a set, the amount of hours, the amount of practice. It's it's a work, it's a work of art, and if you see some of these comedians work, it's something like you, I can't even put together. So in that manner, I, I look at them, and you know mm. they make a joke. It's offensive, but I think about how much how much time they've put in it, and yeah. I I, I can I, I can come to terms with that. And you see this question. I mean, some people will get offended anytime a comedian makes a joke because they can't see the joke in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I honestly think there is a line, right? I mean, uh, some of the Kevin Hart tweets that were before that were brought over from 2012. I think they went definitely too far. They were offensive. And they were just funny. They weren't. Yeah. No, they weren't funny. They were just offensive, and they but, were just pushing right, the line. I, I think Yo, the, I, I have a rebuttal to your argument, mm-hmm. though. So I mean, you mentioned. I, I know for comedians, a lot of the time, it's considered that it's different just because you know they're comedians and they're trying to be funny. But you mentioned specifically that it's kind of okay for you because they're putting a lot of time into it. But I would say, like, does that necessarily apply to other things? Like, I think at the end of the day, your argument is just that it's okay because they're comedians. Like, if you spend a lot of time on, like, something like N- no, literally because, racist. No, 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 that's, know. it's different. I, yeah. I, the reason why I think com- I give com- some comedians a pass, and obviously there's a line, right? Mm-hmm. Anything done to any extreme, it doesn't end up well. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a line. There's some things you say you just can't say, right? But I think for comedians is this idea that the, the intent... Mm. For most comedians, yeah. it's not it's not a bad intent. Yeah. The, the intent is I, to I make agree. people laugh. And you can the see intent when is the to bad take a very there. and you can see right. I think Shane Gill is a very good example of where mm. the idea with comedy for you to be a good comedian, in my opinion, is that you need to be very good at, at especially executing. you have to be funny. <laughs> you, you have to be funny, but you have to be able to take this deep dark topic in society and find a way to make light of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think exactly. that's true comedy. And when com- when comedians do a good job of that, you can see it. Look at Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah is a great comedian. Yeah. He talks about some pretty controversial things, but they're funny because mm-hmm. you can see that he has worked at his craft. Yeah. You can look at um, another comedian. Uh, he's also on um, the... Uh, the Daily Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Ronnie Chang. Extremely funny, right? Mm-hmm. He talks about really deep, dark topics, but he's funny because he, he does his job. Yeah. I think for a comedian to be a comedian, you need to do your job. And if I can see that you're doing your job, then whatever you say, mm. I, can, I can somewhat accept yeah. it. Like, yeah. Basically, in this case, like it's the intent, intent to be funny. He does end up being funny a lot of the time, I would say. I, I would just say, like in the Shane Gillis example, he's just like trying too hard to like be funny. And it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of comedy. He's trying too hard to comedy. be racy yeah. and like extra and vulgar and whatnot. I it, mean, it, I, for me, it doesn't work. I think I saw earlier, I mean, it was an Andrew Yang quote saying he was, he read it over. He watched, I mean, most of the shows of Shane Gillis. He was trying to yeah. see really, is this man offensive? And I think Andrew Yang said he, I have the he quote, could tell yeah. that, yeah, you have the quote. I mean, yeah. I, so he told um, a panel, my wife and I settled down and watched some of his comedy and tried to figure out if he was evil or something else. And watching his work, I thought he was a still figuring it, still figuring it out comedian. That's a big line. Who told some offensive jokes, and that to me was not something who should, they, someone should lose their job. Over. And he said, so. "Still figuring it out, comedian." I mean, I think the 
the, I mean, the podcast that they used to kind of discredit him and make him lose the SNL job was kind of a very old podcast, right? I mean, yeah. it was, and it is right. Seeing a lot of a lot of uh, main mainstream media personalities are moving to podcasting, and actually a lot of comedians, Bill Burr is one, Andrew mm -hmm. Schultz is another. They're creating their own podcast. is It's not the same as a stand-up show, but it's maybe mm -hmm. an hour and a half of like commentary, expanding right? on yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like, I don't think that's I don't think that's a fair place to take that. Yeah. Now, if this was a private conversation mm -hmm. in his private house. Talking about it's a little this, different. It's, it's, it's very little clear, right? If yeah. this was Justin Trudeau putting on blackface, a little different. I mean, yeah, that's a very clear a little line. different, I mean, different right? story, yeah. right? Because Justin Trudeau's not a comedian, and all right, uh, a little questionable. But I think this costume. is very, I think this is very different. Where the setting itself, mm -hmm. it's a show, it's a podcast. The job that we have to do is mm -hmm. keep you entertained for thirty-five minutes, yeah. and his it's job is job. to. It's a hard job, right? And as a comedian, like we have to make sure we're providing information to you, but they also have to keep you entertained for an hour and a half. So I, anything that they say in that hour and a half, I look at it as comedy. Mm -hmm. It's like going to a concert and listening to music. That that's what you but do. But there's you go no to doubt. To in, to that, in that podcast, he made a he did a bad job. He did a very offensive joke. He I wasn't mean, it was, funny. It was I didn't joke. find it funny. Yeah. Yeah. But I can. But I can. You I can, can understand what he was trying to do. Exactly. Now, Gil. So you mentioned basically that okay, uh, Justin Trudeau blackface thing. I think blackface is wrong under any circumstances, like comedian or. Prime Minister, but you were saying it doesn't work, it's just in Trudeau, it's blackface, and I know you think that's wrong, but you mentioned the fact that he's not a comedian. Yeah. So that is an interesting oh, topic for me. So Could a comedian where, do blackface? Where yeah. is the line drawn? And do comedians specifically have a past? Like, under what circumstances so are they allowed to say It can't be, right? Anything. That you need to have some science behind your art. It needs to be something well-practiced. Mm -hmm. And if you, I mean, if you know anything about comedians, I mean, they spend years coming up with sets and coming mm -hmm. up with jokes. And if, if that's evident, right, you can talk about race. And you know, in terms of blackface, it's really about race, right? So com these all, we have all these comedians who have found ways to talk about race without necessarily having mm -hmm. to put on blackface. Yeah. So I think for me, it's more of methods of execution rather than what's being executed. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's how, I it's how you get there. It's how you get there. How do you set up mm -hmm. the joke? Are you taking the low-hanging fruit? Or are you, are, you, are you really digging deep and taking a different angle? Yeah. And I think all the greatest comedians out there, they have done that. Again, one of my favorite comedians right now is Trevor Noah, and he does that. What you see is, it, when his commentary, he's a, it's sophisticated. I can look at that and mm -hmm. say, I don't think that was that funny, but I understand how like he we got said, there. It's, it's the intent. It's right? the intent, yeah. and I it's I the delivery. It, it, yeah. it's, there's, so much, there's so much science to it mm -hmm. that... You know, if, if it's great, it's great. If it's not, that's it. But also a yeah. good point that you raised, um, they talked about him, uh, Andrew Yang talked about him being a comedian trying to figure it out. Uh, most of most of a comedian's career is him trying to figure it out, yeah. him or her trying to figure it and out. There's very little comedians who actually reach the point where they're it's actually very funny. I mean. yeah. Because by the time they get there, they get Shane Gillist, right? They get, <laughs> right, that happens. You make a joke that it's not funny and people react. And it, and, it, and it changes everything. Now in the past, when we didn't have YouTube or social mm. media and no one could record you just like that, it was a little bit different. You were different. safer. You yeah. were safer, right? Because you could just go around, do sets in Minnesota, again, think... in LA, and you could get away with it. And mm. by the time you become yeah. like yeah. TV status, you've perfected your craft. So I, I, think, I think that is an interesting question. I mean, I, I don't think we should be protecting the people who are saying stuff that's wrong. I mean, obviously with comedians, you, you have a good point where it's like, yeah, I mean, if you say, if you look at seven years worth of someone's career, mm -hmm. you're going to find something that, you're, you're, you're going to find something find bad. Something sketchy, right? yeah. And then I think that's a good question where it's like, what at what point is it too far, right? If they said something seven years ago, 
does it still apply today? I mean, the Kevin Hart thing raised a lot of questions. I mean, Kevin Hart's dream was to host the Oscars. And, and he uh, yeah. lost that because, because of something of he said some seven years ago. Yeah. I mean, his you know, tweet like, was offensive. Be, but where's the line? That, that's right? a thing. Like, and it's a private entity, right? The Oscars yeah. have their choice; but they can choose who they think is right. You see, I think what what what, what happens in this scenario is that no one is actually looking at Kevin Hart as a comedian. Yeah. If you know anything about Kevin Hart, you would know that's the kind of jokes he makes, right? He makes hmm. like one of one of Kevin Hart's biggest joke is like because I'm black, right? Like if you understand Kevin Hart and you understand the line of comedy that he takes. The idea of him saying, "Oh, if my if my son came out, I would smash a dollhouse over his head," which right, uh, that, that, that is if, the line. If you that know, was right, that's the line he was crossing. Twenty twelve. If you look at his comedy, by the way, not a fan of Kevin Hart, overrated in my opinion. <laughs> but right, I, I think, think he's very overrated. Funny. I actually don't, you know, not not that funny. But like, if you look at him as a comedian, it makes sense. I would it's say not that, out of character for him. I don't know. The Kevin Hart thing is a little a little funny for me. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. I'm too unsure about it. It's just. The whole thing about like smashing a dollhouse on on your like gay son, it's a little like much for me. It's. It, it I mean, it seems like the a, whole joke is I hate gay I, people. I know, like he that's he, what it is. He framed it to be a joke and everything, but like it I mean, seems it a, a little too much. It yeah, it was a tweet, right? So in that example, hey, if it's a tweet, you're not performing on set. Yeah. That's not funny. Like, it, like I cannot condone that to, as being you're tw- funny. You're tweeting it to like to I mean, an audience. Sort of get a point across. Texting, like, you're not like trying to be else. like funny to someone else. I guess mm. the, your followers maybe, but right. Yeah, well, and as much as I'm willing to give comedians passes, if it's not on a on a stand-up set, then everything is up for grabs, right? Everything yeah, is up yeah. for grabs. So that's that's like for Kevin Hart. I don't feel bad for what he got. Hey, if you say bad things, that happens. That happens. But I think what's important is that we need to ask ourselves: When do we start taking apart? jokes when yeah. do we start breaking apart jokes because i think once we start doing that once we start saying yeah he's a comedian but this people take it seriously what we're doing is we're dissecting the joke right yeah. once we start dissecting jokes they don't make sense they if you just take jokes as standalone statements mm-hmm. then yeah it's not it's not mostly all sense. jokes yeah, are offensive like, that's yeah. the that's the root of something mm-hmm. being funny yeah. Yeah. it's offensive so i think it's very important for mm-hmm. us to be careful not to read too much into the subtext but also to to, yeah, be you know, be fair to be oh, fair yeah. to comedians. Yeah. But I, I think the main issue for me, or the main not necessarily issue, but the thing that brings me conflict is just like that the line is blurred. Like, so let's say the Kevin Hart instance, right? Um, he wanted to host the Oscars, etc. And let's say this tweet like came out a week before he was supposed to host it, right? Yeah. The tweet came out. It's like super uh, homophobic, whatnot. Okay, I think it would be a little. Uh, it would be understandable to have him, you know, resign mm-hmm. from whatever. But if the tweet is, let's say, a couple years back, or 10 years back... But it was a seven-year-old tweet. Yeah, that's the thing. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like, if it's... Like, how far back do you have to go for it to, you know, sort of be like, okay. It was too long ago for it to really... What we have have accepted right now, anything you put online is up for grabs. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, def- that's, that's what, what we're learning. learning. Nothing is lost online. Anything, now, nothing yeah. is lost. That's, that's the truth. That's what we're learning in digital citizenship. They're, they're telling us, I mean, if you put something online... It's there forever. You gotta be careful. I mean, I think Kevin Hart could use one of those lessons. I think a, a lot of NFL quarterbacks and uh, NBA players who used to use Twitter as a media platform when they were in high school could have also used a lot uh, yeah, of those I lessons. Antonio so, Brown is gonna I, be yeah. needing that advice like, pretty soon. I, I know. I understand your point that mm-hmm. anything is up for grabs, but at what point is it like still considerable? Yeah, I mean, I don't think we decide someone. that. We don't everyone decide. Needs to that. No, a, of course we don't decide. Everyone needs to take a holistic that. approach, yeah, right? Yeah, if you post exactly. something online, it's up for grabs. Someone can talk about it. I yeah. think people should be understanding. I think people are starting to see as more and more stuff like this comes out, people are going to start to be more understanding where it's like, okay, I mean, what you, can you said say? this, people, I mean, maybe 
Like in today's like day and age, when, more when you start putting stuff out, but like it's up for grabs. It was it was said online. You said it. I mean, you should stand and by I it. I think or there's, you there's a question to be it, asked right? about the people who are going seven years yeah. back searching for the tweets that people put out. Mm-hmm. I think that's a different question. I mean, it's people I know looking how I for feel headlines. About that. It's people looking for headlines. Yeah. People looking for money. People are trying getting attention. Mm-hmm. And as much as I want to say they're not the best people out there. You put it out there. Yeah, you put yeah, it out there. Yeah, but it's not that's their fault that it's out there. Think about, about today's day and age, right? We start putting stuff out online at such a young age now, like mm-hmm. literally, like kids. I mean, start I know putting kindergartners with phones. Like, kindergartners yeah. with phone, but like, let's let's say even like ten years old. Like that's like yeah. I'm sure there's younger, but like that's still very young. Like thirty years from now, if that came out to bite you in the butt, I mean, that's like a little much. Right? It's something something you posted. The the president when you were that was ten years right old now is that that's not the something case. Something you posted I'm not the same when you were eighteen years ago. Exactly. So it's a stretch. I mean, I just don't know how this is going to change the world 20 years, 30 years from now. I think it's unrealistic. I think it's a very slippery road to go down. And I think Mm -hmm. it's either we, right, because this is biting. No one's winning, right? No one is winning. What's happening is is that we are getting the people, there's a percentage of the people who are saying these Mm -hmm. bad things, who are bad people, and we're getting them. But the rest is... There are two schools of thought. People who... They said bad things, and people change. The idea that you are the same person that you were three days ago, three weeks ago, even a year ago, it's false. Uh, that's not true. You change every day. Yeah, yeah. So, sure, you know, one thing is I, funny I today, the next day is tomorrow. I, the next the next day, it's not. So I think it's very unrealistic for us to hold those things accountable. Now, there's some things you can't excuse, right? There's some things that I, I don't. I feel like I don't need to expound on that, but some things like yeah. you do it, you do it, and you just got to own up to it, and yeah. you deal with the repercussions. But with, when it comes to jokes, sometimes it's just not as Depending on the severity yeah. and depending on the setting, I'm willing to accept a, a little bit. You know, if you mm. made if you make a bad black joke, like it's not funny. I'll just mm. say, "Hey, that was not funny. I'm not giving you any more of my watch. Of my, I'm not mm. giving you any more watch time." But that's it. I don't want to end your career. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just know you as a comedian who had a bad black joke. It wasn't. But funny, there are two yeah. schools of thought. I mean, it's the idea of, okay, well, you put this online. You have to either stand by it or apologize for it, or it's the idea that, okay, well, I mean. This person said this a few years ago. He's grown since. We should just be understanding. And I think there's some sort of middle ground that needs to be done and, and found. And it's where if someone said something online and it's found a few years later, I mean, we do have to understand what was your thought process back then. Yeah. Should we immediately be jumping to cancel him? Don't give him his job. Get him fired? Maybe not. But, I mean, you said something. You should stand by it or apologize for it. Right? Try to explain yourself. I think a lot of the time, like, but, cracking a joke about, mm-hmm. like, breaking a dollhouse on your gay son's head is, I mean, okay, how much I mean, you can't, you are you really going to have? You can't ignore you can, that. No, you he can't was, ignore he said it. That, yeah, you, I mean, you if he had said it. that on a comedy, that's the thing. Yeah, like, it, was, it was said on I, I, Twitter. It was said on Twitter, right? Twitter gives no context. Like, it's, it's so hard. It gives no context, but I mean, it's what, very hard for what me kind of circumstances could really, like, I understand he's a comedian. He's a comedian, so that's the one question, right? Was it a bad joke? That's why it makes things a little more unclear, but other than that, like, for putting aside the fact that He's I don't comedian. think it's funny. Like, <laughs> putting aside the fact that he's a comedian, yeah. like the circumstances, like what would really excuse someone tweeting that? Yeah, not, not much. Well, right? and I, like, think, I understand so in if you some put it on Twitter, it's not a joke anymore, you right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you st- I still know you as a comedian, but if you put it on Twitter, it's not a joke. If you say it on a comedy set, I take it as a joke. But it wasn't on Twitter. That's the thing. Like yeah. it, for me, like it's so hard for me to defend you unless it's the right place. But even right. that, even if it's set on a comedy set, at some point it is not but, funny, right? It's haha, I don't like gay people. But, I would never right? let myself be gay. So if it's in a comedy set, but it is if it's in a comedy set, right? If it's in a comedy set, what mm-hmm. I would I would research before I go yeah. to a comedy set, I would say I don't like those kind of jokes. I'm not gonna go to that set. Mm-hmm. But if I know Kevin Hart, I am paying for a ticket. 
what I think when you pay for a ticket, what you're saying is that yeah. whatever he says in a comedy show specifically, whatever he says, you're okay with, or you can tol- you can mm-hmm. tolerate. Somewhat. That's my problem with like hecklers. That's so, so that's that's the idea, right? If you're skits, paying yeah. to go to the show, or if you're getting tickets to go to the show, yeah. you better know this comedian, you better know their jokes, yeah, I mean, and you better be okay with it. Now, if it's on Twitter, mm-hmm. that's completely different. You say what you say, and you get the repercussions. I think uh, comedy is such a weird thing to put online, right? Because it's such a it's a question of again, you said it's a personal choice to go there. If you want to see something offensive, mm-hmm. you want to see something a bit crazy you go there once you put it online again it's a different question you're saying it for everyone the whole world i mean i still think it's comedy right but then the question is someone's gonna get offended right someone will get offended someone will always get offended and i mean the the question is will a small louder majority have the power over the big mass of people who are you know fine with the joke or think it's funny and again the question is i mean should we listen to the small the loudest minority right because i mean Right now, they're the ones age, with the power. Like it, they're yeah, the ones with that's, the power. that's the thing. It seems like the minorities nowadays, like, just in opinion, I'm, obviously I'm speaking, have the most power, especially on Twitter and mm-hmm. whatnot. Right, because, I mean, now cancel culture is a real thing. Cancel culture, but the funny, the, you're going to have the most people listening the funny, to. The sad truth is that the, the biggest comedians are not getting affected. Dave Chappelle just released a special. All about cancel. It's culture, all about basically. cancel culture, and mm-hmm. like he's double, he doubled, he doubles down on on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's doing fine, right? And he's doing fine, and. I think a lot of comedians are trying to do the same thing as Dave Chappelle. A lot of people are getting upset. A lot of people are getting upset. A lot of people are getting upset, but nothing is happening to him. Nothing is happening to him. And I, I that's think that's... He doesn't have much, right? He's he's not a mainstream figure. But he, he has, has his Netflix show. They're I think allowed it's to the other sense. way around. I but think, he's not hosting I think the Oscars. He has this... He's not hosting the Emmys. They're not mm-hmm. putting him on, on MTV. I think he's already lost almost everything. That's the thing. They can't. What are they going to do? I think it's the him? other way around. Netflix has. I think stood he has him. established. He, no, I, agree I mean, with Netflix Paul. is paying him sixty million to put out three specials. Yeah. Okay, he definitely. He's, but he's Netflix definitely not is not money. the mainstream. That's the thing. I but Netflix is sixty million. Sixty million for three hours worth of listen, content. Listen, listen. That's a good price oh, tag. Oh, I take that money every that's day. That's a good price tag. Listen, he's not, I think when Netflix is willing to shell out sixty million for you, that's pretty good. He's not short on money. He's definitely not at all short on money. Or popularity. I agree with Paul. He is definitely going to be short. I don't. I don't know if he personally wants them or not. But he's definitely short on opportunity. It's, such as hosting but that's the, big he events, doesn't need that. that is the repercussions of being someone controversial, right? If you're going to be controversial, you have to be willing to know that some people aren't going to like you, some people are going to like you, and the people, the people who host the Oscars, the people who host the Emmys, want everyone to watch. If they want everyone to watch, they're not going to they're, pick, not they're not going to pick the polarizing about, figure. Yeah. And so polarizing figures have to understand that. I mean, there are some people who are widely liked, widely loved, and they're the ones who are going to get these roles on TV because they're the ones who people want to see or yeah. most what people want to see. When it's said and done, it's about popularity and mm-hmm. uh, and actually just doubling down on things and and trying to to get to guess to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Shane Gillis came out and said uh, Interesting comment. Interesting line of comment. What he actually said was, I'm fine with the consequences, but I do want everyone to know that I've been reading every one of my death threats in an Asian accent. I think that's funny. I think that's funny. That's funny. Now, is it unfortunate? Is it unfortunate that he's making those jokes? Probably, Probably it is. Yeah. I would do say, I think Shane Gillis will have any mainstream job from now on? No. Probably like, not. Listen, I would say this is his way of like keeping his dignity at the end of this. He's like, okay, like yeah. I'm supposed to say sorry, but like I'm spoken. I've already lost everything. I've already what lost is there everything. To lose? So I'm going to try and be funny everything. and be racist But again. like right, between like, this be, right, between this and the comment he made earlier, I'm okay with this comment. Because that's, this was during a, this was, this was during a set, right? This comment that he made during about, a set, yeah. it was during a set. And right, I'm okay with that because it's the right place, right time. Yeah, it's offensive. It's but offensive, but I, I would right. Find that it's funny. right. I may not like it. Time. It's offensive, 
But I mean, he did it in a com- comedic it, it, way. It's in a comedic and way. I think, it is. And I think freedom and I think of speech is a very important thing, right? And people being allowed to say what they want, that's the key to our democracy. That's the key to freedom. I mean, I don't have to like what you say. I don't have to give you business. Someone like the Emmys or the Oscars do not have to le- yeah, let you be the host. Means. That's it. But if you want to say something, people like it. People listen to it. You're not advocating for violence against anyone else. Just know what you're you not might be advocating. Yourself. It's a trade-off. As, you gotta make as being better than anyone else. It's fine. It's, yeah, that's. I mean, that's the line, right? Just Are know you what advocating you're that you're better than better. someone else. Yeah, that's, like, no. I mean, that's, that's everything you push it. online. People can probably find it. And if very you're a comedian, easily. don't try to be. Try not to be as offensive as possible because that doesn't work out for so, too long. But hey, both of you, don't say anything stupid <laughs> on this podcast. That's <laughs> hey, we've, we've, we've well, been too, successful so far, but we'll try and keep that up. <laughs> but I think for Shane Gillis, first, I think that he's bouncing back. I don't think this should end his career. It's distasteful. It's not funny. Like, I think he just it, found his niche. Comedian makes it's not funny, but every comedian yeah. makes. A I mean, it just joke. happens to be that now it's. It's everything is under a microscope what and everyone can, sees everything. Well, you can so. notice sometimes Shane Gillis is a rather small name. This might actually grow us all day. This, I this could his, be I didn't know his him. name before. Right, because this now everyone looking him. for the edgy comedian. He, he may find like, his niche. Hey, I like this Shane Gillis guy. He made a bad joke, mm-hmm. double down on it. I like Maybe him. That's what you see a lot bit. of times. I mean, That's I how think it works. Kim Kardashian, before the start of her big show, Keeping Up With The Kardashians, the first season, I mean, she released a, a tape. Interesting tape. An interesting tape. And I mean, I think that helped her get a lot of views. I mean, sometimes yeah. the controversy fuels the fans. As some would say, it's a doggy doggy world. That's what it is, right? It's either either you're on top, you gotta or get you're on to the, the top. Somehow. You gotta get to the top somehow, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, as for comedians, hey, if you want a job anywhere in mainstream, watch what you say. Hey, Kevin or Hart, or don't, or don't, or don't. <laughs> it, it's two ways to get we there, don't right? Really even know There's two point. ways to get there, and if you're already at the top, I guess you can say whatever you want. But I think, as in order for me to be able to defend a comedian, right place, right time. Yeah. If it's not in a comedy set. You get what you get. Could help you, could hurt you, could hurt you so bad, it, it could help you. <laughs> that, <laughs> I mean, so that, tongue twister, yeah. could hurt you so tongue bad, it could help you. That, that's it, yeah. Whenever there's an extreme to one side, there's an extreme to the other. So you if a lot of people start hating you, a lot of people might also Yeah, start but I don't think you. Shane Gillis will be getting any uh, big time uh, shows coming up oh, anytime no. soon. At least oh, no, yeah. no college universities will, no, no college <laughs> campuses will be accepting him anytime They haven't soon. been accepting many comedians for a while. Right. I, how do you feel about that? I think that's interesting. Colleges, uh, many colleges, m- many college campuses not being very welcoming to controversial I've, comedians. I've heard about their private a lot. There's, I, they can do what they want. Personally, there's a think, private. Yeah, it is. I think people should be heard, right? I mean, with the UC Berkeley thing with the Ben Shapiro. I think Ben Shapiro was not allowed to speak. Was he called a Nazi white supremacist? I mean, he's called because yeah, he is he's Jewish. He's called a Nazi a bunch. But I mean, I, obviously, I it's don't a blurred agree with the line on what people can say but and what I mean, people can't he, say. And he offends a lot of people, but. If some people want to hear him, they should hear him. Right. But if UC Berkeley decides this person's too controversial, it's not going to help our image. I mean, the yeah, students aren't going to like it by any means. It's don't, up to them. Don't yeah, it, it, it is a private them, institution. If you don't want the comedian, if you don't want the controversial guy to come speak at your school, by no means do you and have to. I don't to, think he needs UC him, Berkeley. I, mean, I would just say, like, I like I heard the story of this one guy who was on the Joe Rogan podcast talking about how he got booed off the stage or kicked off the stage. And I, I don't remember the joke now, but at the time when I was listening to it, it was nothing very striking. Anything, mm-hmm. like anything that I personally would want someone to be kicked off the stage for. Yeah. Nothing, nothing close to the Shane Gillis thing. I mean, it's just, I think it's just gone to be a little. Too I mean, much. once one person starts booing, it starts flooding. I mean, yeah, but that's there the was idea. actually a study with I think it was Reddit comments. If the first person to like or dislike a Reddit comment, if if it's a like, 
there's more likely that other people will start yeah. liking it. If the someone dislikes a comment, there's more likely that people are going to start disliking it. And I mean, I, it, it all takes one person. To, to, I, to I mean, as a Reddit user myself, I would say that I, I would find this trend a lot. It's a lot easier to upvote a comment or a post that has thousands and thousands of upvotes because you see everyone else likes it and you're like, oh, maybe it is a little cool after all. And if something has a ton of downvotes, a ton of negative downvotes, no one likes yeah. it, you're like, what? Like, this isn't cool at all. Like, this isn't interesting, not funny, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So that would make sense to me. That doesn't surprise me at I all. I think it honestly. was an article on the SAT. <laughs> I think what's... Right, I mean, it would... Yeah. Oh, like you found this yeah. snippet of Reddit on the... It's possible, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I think what's interesting is that um, it's dangerous to be a comedian uh, for many reasons. I think it's dangerous to and put out anything. I, I, right, I don't think I'll be <laughs> trying any of my... I don't think I'll be you taking my little, talents anywhere, anywhere near uh, comedy because I just don't think it's for me. I don't think I'm offensive enough. So that's definitely one of the reasons why I'm, I'm staying back. And I don't think I necessarily want to be making the most offensive jokes. But it has been working for people, right? People have been making the most offensive jokes. Some, not too many. Not, not too many, couple, right? But There's a select few in me. It's, a, it's a very high-risk, high-reward kind yeah. of scenario. Um, not sure if I like those odds, but for some it's been working. I'll, for I'll some just sit back not. and watch. Personally. I'll sit back and watch. I'm but, just you know, if I can recommend a comedian, Trevor Noah, great stand-up, <laughs> controversial, not offensive. Did all you right? read his book, uh, Born a Crime? Uh, I, I, just yeah, I just started reading it. I just started reading it. Well. Uh, it should be interesting. I'm, I mean, I'm a big fan of The Daily Show, so he, he does a good job with that. But, you know, that's John Oliver. Very interesting. I think, right, the idea that you have to be controversial, you have to be offensive to be mm -hmm. funny. I, I don't know. I don't know what where comedians get that. But, you know, I do get, I guess there is a growing number of people who want some edgy. You know, and that's what that's why they get it. But maybe in a is. world where we're just going so far in one direction, where people like can't be, we're trying to self-correct. People self -correct. just want more edginess. I mean, and I, a lot of people say Trump was comments. a reaction to Obama, right? Obama yeah. was a very liberal choice. He was the first black president. Mm -hmm. I think for some people that was a big step, and I think Trump was just a reaction to that. It could be. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, it was. And I guess we'll find yeah. out how long Trump will be in office. That's that's our next that's yeah. our next take. Yes. Will Trump be in office by December? Maybe, we'll maybe see. not. Will he will be he, out will in he, office for four more years? Will he oh, be in office? But some people say some episode. people say four, maybe twelve more years. I will be voting maybe in the next forever. election, so it will exactly. be an interesting time. That's that's going to be very interesting. Uh, how long will Trump be in office? We should start a pool. We should start a pool. I go with twelve so, more years. <laughs> hey, you never know. Laws are changing. Laws are changing. Hey, he's but gotta beat Roosevelt's record. He's, <laughs> he's a big. He's a big record guy. <laughs> that's interesting. Depending on how you feel about that, we'll break it down sometime, sometime next uh, week or, or week after that. Yes, indeed. Or maybe not. But the comedy thing. Be careful what you say. All right. If you think it's going to offend anyone, know the risks. Just don't say it. Know what you're getting yourself into. Don't say into. it. Know what you're getting yourself into. If you're not a comedian, if you're a comedian. Hey, they really not need to be uh, offensive. Moral of, the, moral of the story: be offensive. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I didn't I say think that. It's Don't be niche. offensive. Find your niche. Find your niche. You can be controversial. Don't need to be offensive, because I think it's no fun for anyone. Don't don't like push yourself to be controversial like Shane Gillis. Hey, I'm not gonna That's tell it. someone how to be funny. <laughs> if they're That's getting it. paid. They're hey, getting paid. you know, if you're getting paid, if you're losing your job from SNL, <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> I'm happy for you. All right. I wish I could get that job, but if you if you're okay with losing it, you know, you'll find then a way. I am too. <laughs> this could be his, you know, his his springboard into I guess who, who knows into who knows? edgy comedy, I guess. But that's interesting. Um, I don't think we'll be starting any comedy sets anytime soon. Oh, no. Hopefully not. 
Yeah, poetry though, we yeah. might be poetry starting. Poetry we soon. might be starting sometime soon. Event at the high school. Yeah, you definitely don't want to see this guy making any jokes. Jeez, not good. Yeah, but um, <laughs> poetry. Hey, poet. I'm a poet. Poetry wise, yeah, Everyone's big a poet. big event coming up actually at, at Belmont High School. Uh, the the Poetry Foundation. Official Poetry Slam Night coming up November 15th. Mm -hmm. Organized by yours truly. Yes, please. Working with the English department at Belmont High School, getting together all the talent in Belmont. Mm -hmm. Getting some talent. Exactly. All right. Thank you for joining us. It's been a wonderful show. It's been your host, Gilchrist and Boyer. George Bacazzi. And Paul Muser. (laughs) 